What's up, failures, and welcome to the Chicken Hut, a CNC fan cast. Uh, take four? Is this take take set 400? Take this 700? Is, so the first time we started to do this, we dropped an anvil on our heads. Right. The second time, Acme. we lit the fuse on the rocket, and then it exploded in our face. Right. And then we made the boulder trap that fell on our heads instead of on the roadrunners. Yikes. So, so this is number four. So hey, hey, welcome to the Chicken Hut, a CNC fancast. I'm your host Noah, joined as always by my co slash ass host Nick. How you doing, Nick? Super duper. You hear like how fa- like I'm like really rushing through it because this is like fucking the fifth time we've had to do this introduction. <laughs> it's um, uh, yeah, it is. This and is... I already even used my Chinese democracy joke. I feel like I have to recycle that joke for anyone who gets That's the reference. Thing, like, can we recycle jokes? I mean, they, they don't know. They haven't. They didn't know. If like it's if the first time they're hearing, anything. it's new to them. Right. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So here's what's going on, gang. Um, this is our wrap-up show for book six. Uh, we The first time we tried to record was last weekend. Yeah. And I got a, hey, you up? <laughs> I got a, <laughs> a text from Nick. I don't, I don't even know that it was that late, but it was what the text said almost, almost entirely was wine drunk not coming tomorrow it was pretty late by my standards it might have been it might have been like a little after nine o'clock no i think it was like 10 something was it okay. you know i might have to like edit out this awkward because I'll, I'll like look it up and you know no, it's I, okay i it's always fine, get pissy but... when people look things up but i i edit the show so i can just remove <laughs> however long this takes um let's see uh yeah oh yeah you're right. it was we're pretty close it was uh 9 37 p.m okay so it was we split the difference it was somewhere between 9 and 10 and i quote the philosopher nick yeah not ready to record wine drunk next weekend and my response <laughs> um okay <laughs> have fun like in my defense i was wine drunk and that is that is, that's three complete sentences wait Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Back up. That's your defense is just saying the thing that you already said? No, no, no. Those were three complete sentences. That's what I was saying. How I don't understand how that's in your defense. That's just making an observation. I was observation. really drunk, okay? Okay. I was drunk enough to not be able to read or like... And I knew that I was going to be hungover the next day. And wait, I but was. these things seem contradictory. You're bragging about making three complete sentences. But, yeah. Okay. But I couldn't read. There's no way. Which so we, means I sat there and I like probably... Again, like took and four and a half hours for you seven <laughs> like, was because at nine thirty I was like, I really gotta write and I gotta I gotta send a I, message. Yeah. So And so I walked out to my living room, probably nude, like <laughs> and then sat at my computer, turned my computer on, and then typed out those words because I can't use my phone. My phone is tiny and my hands are enormous. I can't use my phone when I'm not drunk. You do have giant hands. Yeah. 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 And you know my what? phone is tiny. Like my phone. Seriously, it's that a, is tiny. It's fucking. It's even for like a like, normal person. For like a normal person, this would be a small phone. Yeah, that is really. It's small. just for me. It's even more ridiculous. It's barely larger than a pack of. You cards. know, like Nick, you know that you get to pick which phone you have, right? I'm like, I'm you, hindered by the amount of money that I have to spend. Yeah. As like a teacher, I'm sort of I'm really. What kind of phone there. is it? It's an iPhone. 5. Oh, all right. Yeah, well, you switch to Android, like, man, dude. You could get a. Pimp an Android for half the price of an iPhone. So if I switch to Android, well, I don't want to talk about this now. Okay, that's fair. We're, we're like, okay. So that was so that was take one, right? That right. Was, we're gonna we're gonna edit the part out where we talk about the Android versus Apple thing. No, I'm leaving that shit in there. It's, is it good? I love my Android. Well, okay. I don't know, but it's staying in there because I'm too lazy to take it out. That's so fair. so you took your turn being Axel Rose. That was your turn. Yeah. So then we rescheduled for the next weekend. Right. You did in fact arrive at I my did. house. I showed up. Yeah. You did. You did come to my house, and um. 
Yeah, it, I was having some technical difficulties with my other show. I, it was the day that my show was supposed to have published, and it just, for some reason, like, the whole episode published, except for, you know, the episode itself. Like, the page was there, everything was there, and I started getting what? messages, like, literally, Nick, and I don't think I even got into this with you because I was so annoyed. About five minutes before you got to my house, I started getting messages from people saying, like, hey, you know, the episode doesn't work, right? And I was like, the fuck, it doesn't work. Yes, it works. Like, I, you know, I did everything the same way that I always do everything. I've been recording the oh, Chicken geez. Hut forever. I've been doing Godcast for several months now or whatever. And I went and looked, and sure enough, the episode was there. There was a page. The link would take you to the page for the episode, and then you'd click play and nothing. It would just turn into that little play, that little like thing saying, you know, I don't know, whatever it says, like that, you know, you're shit out of luck, friend. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, I I hadn't been listening to Godcast, and I I gave it a listen the other day, and I was really excited for this one because of Satan. We reference you in this episode. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, I need to listen to it. Yeah. Um, but I, I went to I went to listen to it and I, I like I said I was I was pretty excited and then it was like a 404 error it just didn't pop up and I was like oh that's a bummer and so when I got here I was like oh man and like Noah was just, he looked frustrated I was beside myself like and like we we sat down he's like I'm ready to record and then he started typing an email like furiously and I was like oh we're not ready to record it was it, 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 it was it was to Podbean's technical support. It was not pleasant. Well, because like, okay, here's the thing. And I understand that it's frustrating. You it pay, is. Hey, don't you? Like, you pay a lot. For oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I pay. Like, yeah, you motherfuckers, don't... like, do your job. I don't. I mean, I don't make any money off of this. I do have a sponsor for Godcast, but it's not like it's it's a friend of mine who's got like a, a t-shirt startup, and it's not like he's paying me. Like, you know, yeah. It was kind of more just like a gentleman's agreement that I'm, you know, trying to get some attention for his, um, his his company, and he pays me like a little bit, like a little teeny bit. Yeah. Um, I told him I'd do it for free, just for the record. I was yeah. like, dude, I'll plug the shit out of your company just for nothing because I like yeah. you. But he's like, no, 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 you know, I'll, I'll pay something. And we we talked about. I was like, all right, well, offer me a th- offer me anything, and you've got yourself a deal. Yeah. Um, I was like, you get to be my agent on this deal. So <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, but I've been doing the show, and the listenership hasn't quite been what I've been hoping for. It's actually been going downward a little bit, episode over episode. So that's kind of, I guess, like hurtful enough, like. Not hurtful, but, like, it's a bummer, right? It is. I mean, like, but it's not, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where, with with atheism, right, it's a topic. And when you've got a good topic, people are going to be involved. And when you don't have a good topic, people are just going to, meh. Sure, and it takes and so time. And it does, and it does take time. It takes time. time. Like, but anyway. And, I, and I'm fine with that. But, like, this episode, I was like, oh, man, we're I'm interviewing a friend of ours. Um, she's a listener of this show. Um, <gasps> yeah, exactly. That's why you came up. So, anyway, she's she's a practicing Satanist. And I was like, oh, this is really good. This did is, you, did you tell her I was also a Satanist? You listen to the show, Nick. <laughs> um, it's working now. That's the, that's the end of <laughs> okay, it. Okay, okay. But um, I was like, oh, man, Satanism, that's a really – that's a hot-button issue. Um, I was really excited to interview this, this friend of ours, listener of the show, friend of the show. Uh, but, anyway – I'm not a Satanist. It, that's fine. Um, but Satanism <laughs> actually is pretty, it's pretty cool. Like it, it is, I think it it's is. very like, misunderstood. It is, for and sure. I was really excited to do this interview. The interview itself went fantastically. Um, she she was wonderful on the show. And I, I actually, there have been a couple episodes where I accidentally published it a day earlier than I meant to, which kind of, I think, threw off, like, because the first day is always the biggest day for downloads. Yeah. And so I kind of botched the, the handoff on that one. Then there's other ones where I've just frankly kind of forgotten to, like, post anything a day or two ahead at a time to kind of self-promote because I, you know, it's like I said, I don't have any advertising for the, for either of these shows. Um, but this episode, I was I was ready, I was psyched. It's a great interview. It's a it's a it's a trendy topic. I made sure and post on like the Facebook page a couple days ahead of time to like get everybody ready. Like basically, like hey, don't forget to download this Sunday. And then uh, just a giant. 
fucking turd, you know, like, and it's Sunday morning and yeah. literally like the minutes are, and I had already shared the link, like seven people had shared the link. And I'm thinking like, now I have to fix it because if I just completely blow up the entire published episode and republish it, it'll be a new link. Like yeah. all of those shares are rendered moot anyway. Yeah. So when Nick got here. I was right in the middle of this, and I was just like, I was like, all right, well, let's record. I, I had sent the email to Podbean, and I was just like, and they told me they were getting kind of shitty with me because I was on with their chat, and they're like, well, we see that you've already sent um, a, a, a support ticket, and so there's nothing we can do until they do this ticket. And I'm like, motherfucker, I know you guys ain't going to look at this thing. It's Sunday, and tomorrow's a holiday. I know I ain't going to hear back from you guys right. anytime soon. And meanwhile, these dead links are just sitting out there. So we clicked record, and we recorded for all of maybe like 60 seconds. If that. Yeah, and I just I was all pissy, and I was like, no, 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 this isn't good. And yeah, so, and like I did my normal thing where I interrupt you and then talk over you. <laughs> which and normally like, it's fine. And I, damn it. <laughs> I was like, not, not today, not today, Nick. Oh, my God. It was, it was not pretty. Um, yeah. so we called it a day and then, um, but yeah, now here we are. And then we started recording and we realized my microphone's not working. Yeah. A button had been pressed or depressed or something. Something. And... Probably one of my kids. Cause I don't ever mess with that shit yeah. ever. So I'm sure one of my kids <laughs> pressed it and I'll just make sure and lock them in the shed for the rest right. of the show. We've already, it's, it's a nice, nice shed. Nice shed. It's a nice we, shed. We've talked about this. Right. It is. So here we are finally. <laughs> Um, able to record the show. Um, Six I, weeks later. Yeah, I feel like it's actually kind of part of our tradition now that I, like, assess your outfit. Uh, and they say, like, that's sexist because a lot of people, like, they treat women unfairly that way. Yeah. I'm an equal opportunity style critic. Listen, if, it, if I didn't look amazing... I'd be like, hey, man, let's not. You always okay. look amazing. But that's the thing. I look fucking fantastic. You're like Daniel Tosh. Like every episode, you have like a motif. And the <laughs> last couple times you've been here, it's been like lumberjack chic. And today, you're rocking like soccer coach. Yeah. It's soccer coach That's, that's what I do. I, I, I sort of switch between the two. Yeah. Like I've got like the Adidas jacket. Yeah, got, the I've three stripes. Got like, I, I've got like six or seven of these because my they're, mom keeps buying glorious. them for me for Christmas. They look really comfortable. They're the thing that I, they're really warm. I understand why those Russian guys always squat. In <laughs> they're like warm ups, right? Is that what they're, those are called? Yeah, yeah, warm ups, yeah, track jackets. Track, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I have the pants for them. I just I can't bring. But you don't ever wear uh, pants here anyway, so that's yeah. I'm, I'm not like I come in, I drop my trap, drop my pants, like walk drop upstairs. Trial. You got a haircut? I did. I did. Yeah, it's much shorter. I donated it to the Pantene program. Oh, what's for, that? I, so is I that like Locks of Love or something Locks similar? Locks of Love charges kids. What? For, for wigs. Yeah. Can you believe that? Like, I, I've donated to Locks of Love twice. Okay. And um, both times, like, you know, I didn't think anything of it. And when I told somebody, hey, I donated, like, because I got my haircut. They're like, oh, you got your haircut. Did you donate to Locks of Love? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I did. And they're like, oh, well, did you know? It's like, no, the I dark didn't side fucking of know, man. Of like, I didn't know they were charging people at fucking Riley's Children's Hospital for wigs. Yeah. Like, that's gross, right? Like, that's gross. So um, the dude who cuts my hair... Um, super good dude, like really good dude. And he was like, oh yeah, if you want to donate it, there's another program like through this people, they don't charge for char charge kids for the wigs, that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That's well donate to then. I love how like, you, no you donated enough to like donate your hair and you still have like a, like literally a solid foot of hair. Yeah. Like yeah. Your, your hair is, you've donated to a charity and, and bless you for that, Nicholas. <laughs> and your hair is 12 inches long, which is still 12 inches longer than my hair. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's still like shoulder length. Like my hair is still, but, and I didn't realize it because I don't pay attention to the back of my head very often. Right. You know, just because of where it is. As one doesn't. You know, and, uh. 
like it was down to my back it was down to like it was down to my butt like and i didn't realize it like i don't like it when it gets that long so that's what she said that's what she said is it yeah okay doesn't she doesn't like it when it's that long I mean, is there she, is such a is thing she as more of a girthy kid. There is, <laughs> there is such a thing. Yeah, wider is better. Do you remember those heard. commercials? They were like Hyundai commercials or something. Um, I don't know. I guess <laughs> there's yeah. So I mean, so I donated a bunch of hair. Um, yeah, this is this is my third donation. Uh, it's something that like I just okay, get Nick. You're hair. a really good person. We I'm, fucking I'm get a, it. Good I'm, for you. Not only am I a good person, I'm beautiful. Yeah. See, that's the thing, man. Like, it doesn't come across. In radio, how amazing you are! In podcast, I think it how comes just across. disgustingly good-looking I am. Well, that's true. Anyway, um, no, and part of like me being just an amazingly good person is how like shitty I felt about the last episode. Yeah, so we've got actually that's one of my agenda items. I've got usually it's just bullshit for 15, 20 minutes, and then talk about whatever book we're talking about. But I actually have a few different things on the agenda. Oh, shit. For, well, and this is our this is our last episode before our hiatus. True. Um, and I don't remember because we've we actually recorded probably three or four minutes today before we had to stop and fix my microphone. Did we did we talk about uh, book seven was that the first time we talked? We talked about that during the first recording. So then that's lost. So we have to right. br- we have so, to bring that up hey, again. Book seven's coming book out. Book seven. Bevan an- announced that book seven's coming out. Septa Pussy, which is a great name. I am psyched. Um, I get that reference. I get that reference too, Captain America. Yeah, I get that reference. We I talked about that. all that. We just we used I get that reference, which was a reference to a reference. That's so meta. I love it. So we talked Thank about that. You, oh man, I am pumped up. And we're going to obviously dig into the rest of book 6 today, so you know the ending at this point. Kind of another cliffhanger. It's like cuz like, this is book 5 and book 6 two in a row kind of end on cliffhangers. So I'm pumped for book 7. Being that as it may, Nicholas, it'll be quite a while before you and I record again. Right, because um, I think what we do is we wait until there's an audiobook. Exactly. Till exactly. we till we talk about the book, and I will read book seven in print, like because I think Bevan said it's supposed to come out sometime in March. And man, yeah. the, the, literally the day it comes out, I'm buying that shit. I'm going to start reading it. I'm so pumped up, um, and we'll get to all of that, the, the sure. meat and potatoes of why. But uh, yeah, so book seven for anyone listening to this who maybe missed the announcement, because you know Facebook can be kind of weirdly it selective can. on what yeah. it shows you in your newsfeed. Sure. So if anyone who's listening to this isn't already aware, book seven, Critical Failure seven, uh, Septa Pussy, it's coming out sometime in March. That's that's the plan. Last time uh, our Lord and Master Robert Bevan made his announcement. So there's number one. Right. Number two, Nick has an <laughs> apology to make. Uh, so I'm going to turn the floor over to you, Nick. Okay. So I mean, like, and this is this is something, right? Like last last time we recorded, I was like more aggressive than normal. I was like pretty shitty. I said some things that I'm just not okay with. And like, I don't normally leave the recording studio feeling bad. Like, I felt really bad. And like felt bad for a couple days after, and uh, like he messaged I, me, he was distraught. I was like for real. Like I was, I was upset. Like I, I was not okay with that because that's not me. Like that's not who I am, and that's not like what I, what I do. Like that's the least handsome thing. So, um, like I was definitely shitty to the author. Like sorry, Mister Bevan. Bob. Wait, are you the guy who got kicked out of the group? Didn't Bevan just made a post the other day about kicking someone out of the group? Yeah, it was me. It was you? No, I no. I posted it yesterday too. I, I figure he's not that upset about it no. because I'm still no, doing no, a no. podcast where I talk about how great his books are. But yeah. Um, yeah. then like I was kind of shitty to you and Ken too. Like I was making fun of you guys like for your sports stuff and saying kind of outlandish bullshit and like I wasn't okay with it. Like I really wasn't. So sorry to you guys, and sorry to the audience. Like I was definitely shitty about Harold Potter. 
that, you know, right? Well, like, here's here, so I mean, I was a dick all the way around. So. I will accept your apology, but only for one reason. Yeah, because I know that it's the only thing that will make you feel better, Nicholas. Uh, we're fine. We're yeah. fine, dude. Like, and I, I assured you right off the bat. I oh think yeah. I like, never, I never batted, and I was like, dude, you were fine, yeah, man. Like, yeah. that's kind of your thing. It's, it is. I'm a, a I'm bit a of a curmudgeon, yeah. right? That's kind of your shtick on the show. Yeah. Um, but that's I know it bothered you, so I certainly wanted to give you the chance and the platform to. Yeah. You know, absolve yourself. It's kind of funny too that we were we segued into this part of the show by being like, Nick is such an amazing guy. Anyway, Nick wants to apologize for being an <laughs> asshole now. So, well, I mean, like, if I was really that big of an asshole, I probably wouldn't have said anything about it. Right. Right. Like, I wouldn't have felt bad. Yeah. Like, but I did. So yeah, anyway. so there's our apologies. I had to apologize last time about Dobbygate. You had to apologize about my about your <laughs> Dobbygate response. <laughs> this is just man. You know oh, what? Man. I don't know. I don't even know that. It, like, I don't know. It was just I one listen, of those things, man. Man, I'm a fucking grump. All yeah, right, dude. You're you're grump. You're hot grump. You're our grump, Nick. There we go. Okay, so that's out of the way. Uh, so we've talked about book seven. Nick's done his apology. I also wanted to uh, get to some errors and omissions. We had we had, <gasps> we had errors and omissions. Well, one big one that I literally I, it's probably the thing that I've gotten more. Like I got I got emails. I got Facebook messages. I got people posting on the Caverns and Creatures page. We had a whole side conversation about the dice. Do you remember this? We were talking about like if it's a set of de- of um, yeah dice, like. It would be really helpful if Bevan like specified the yeah. default. And, and as soon as I started getting these corrections, I was like, fuck, they're totally right. But I mean, come on, give me a break. I've read these books like 17 times. There's just so much information to keep in my brain <laughs> that this one detail escaped my notice. But here's the deal. Everyone, dice gate. Um, you're right. It is. A, it is not a set of dice. Uh, it's They're all D20s. They are. Because, and we talked about it forgetting that yeah um, like i didn't realize that yeah but but when they pointed it out there are several instances where this is made relatively clear that they're all d20 so for all of you out there thank you for listening and i actually i don't know why i said that so shitty like it yeah, actually kind of makes yeah, me no, feel like, good yeah, people are like great. genuinely listening to the show and yeah. like engaging in what we say so thank you for holding us accountable on that yeah the um, other one is we're gonna be wrong about more shit yeah you're all Interact right with we're us. wrong it's fine tell your friends how dumb we are and then listen to our show that would make us feel terrible yeah I know. If you told your friends to listen to our show about how dumb we were. Don't tell them exactly where. That'll show us. Yeah, that'll show us. Tell all your friends. Increasing our listeners. Download this show and see how dumb these guys are. Yeah, they're so dumb. Libtard jerks. Yeah. Go get them. Social justice warrior. (laughs) um, So there you go. I think, God, we're like, we're rounding the corner to a half an hour and we... Really? But we had a lot to talk about today. We did. This is kind of What's like a else? therapy is session. Is there anything else on the agenda? Um, well, talking about the book, and there was one thing I wanted to bring up about the book, but we can actually get into that whilst talking about the book. Okay. Um, so let me scroll back up to my notes proper here. And when we lo- uh, last stopped last time, after our hot, steamy podcast three-way with yeah. our good friend Ken, hopefully he's actually listening now regularly. That'd be nice. Yeah, maybe he went back and listened to all of them. Ah, that was a lot of fun, man, like having Ken here. It was cool, yeah. It was cool. And we were that was actually another one of the things we fixed after we stopped recording because uh the microphone was still set up in the shareable way yeah because you two were like basically just double fist in this one mic and we were like like i was hunched over and leaning into the mic the entire time yeah, yeah. and so was ken we were like cheek to cheek for the whole podcast yeah which was very romantic there's so many sexual references i could make here but it's it's all it's low-hanging fruit it's it is even for me it's too yeah, easy it's so okay. we fixed everything and now we're ready to dive back in we we ended at the end of um chapter 41 last time which i won't we won't rehash but we're into chapter 42 
that's where we start up with Cooper. So we'll start with the Cooper thread and we'll kind okay. of just follow that through. Towards the end of the book, a lot of the a lot of the um, storylines kind of reconverge. Right. So we'll have to do this in kind of an interesting way. But Cooper and Chaz basically follow the goblin trail. Because, um, you know, Nabi does the whole thing where she, like, right. convinces them to drag her behind. Uh, right? Is that kind of yeah, how it happens? Yeah, she convinces the goblins to drag her. And then they do. Right. And then... So they, they, they kill all the goblins. Um, don't they take one prisoner? And he kind of, like, sp- sp- fills them in on what the Dark Lord's yeah. plan and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So next time we pick up with Chaz and Cooper, um, Ravenous and them, they ambush the goblins. They they yep. free all the pixies. Uh, That's when they take a goblin hostage. But Oh, yeah, because yeah. the first time they kill all of them. And right. They're like, Shit, and they're we like probably oops, we probably that. shouldn't kill all the goblins. Right? Yeah. So they actually do ultimately reach the Dark Lord. There are some other shenanigans with uh, the Goblin. Who th- don't they call him like Fuckface? Isn't Something that Something along that's, those I think lines. that's actually like what they kind of establish his name as is, is Fuckface. He's um, like, but he, he like tries really hard to let them know that as a Goblin, he's a person. Which brings <laughs> me to something that's super important to me in fantasy games. Okay. Goblins are people too. It's true. They're sentient. They are. They are. They have a culture. They have lives. They're also level one monsters that DMs like to throw out and just stomp. Hey, right. man. Well, the, I mean, explore that space. We're six books in, but I don't feel like, I mean, because in book one, this is addressed pretty thoroughly. With, oh, yeah. With yeah. Shorty I think and Greeley. That's, that's something that we talked about in book one, where goblins are like actually treated like people, which is great. Right, like, yeah. I think that that needs to happen more. And I want to say, like, even in this book, when they're talking about goblins, that there are a couple... I can't remember which. I think Shorty is the Goblin, not Greeley. I can't. I can't remember for I can't sure. Remember but whichever either. one is the Goblin, I Every think that's actually looks some, to me. Yeah. Oh, Nick, Nick. Oh. All that progress wiped out with a single. God, Nick is really pleased with himself. You guys. I love it. I love it. Okay. Anyway, no. So like, no. But I mean, I think that the evil races thing is is pretty lame. Yeah, and there and, are a lot of references made to that throughout the... Like, I think Kat's usually the one who's yeah, the social she justice warrior. She's like, oh, she like, is. with the drow that yeah. are constantly referred to as black. And goblins, yep. they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, why did... you know? They're yeah. not, why are they bad people just because they're a this or they're a right. that? So that's yep. good. Bevan's anyway. usually pretty good about yeah. pointing those things out. Uh, and in your games. Yeah. DMs so, who are listening. Treat, <laughs> treat goblins with some dignity and respect, man. Yeah, hashtag the more you know. Yeah. Um, protect goblin kids. So... <laughs> They do finally reach the Dark Lord. <laughs> Did you catch that one? Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Fucking legend, Don Cheadle. How great was that on, on Saturday Night Live? It was amazing. It was a awesome. gr- And it was actually a great episode, too. Uh, did you watch the episode no, itself? I I've been watching Saturday Night Live in like 15 oh, years at this point. There's a, there's a singer. His name is Mika, okay, who I'm a huge fan of and have been for... 10, 15 years. Like, this is not like a bandwagon thing for me. Uh, Molly actually knew who he was first because Molly's very interested in music, much yeah. deeper than I am. For me, it's just Billy Joel, alternative rock, and everything else. But anyway, there's this guy named Mika, and he's, he's for anyone who's listening to this who doesn't listen to him, I dare you to listen to the album Life in Cartoon Motion once, and I will pay you $100 if you can look me in the eye and tell me that you don't enjoy it, and then you owe me $100 for being a fucking liar. So... <laughs> Mika. Anyway, there's a skit on this SNL that very prominently features a Mika song. And, like, as amazing as he is, he's not a household name. Like, he's a very successful uh, recording artist, but he's not someone who most people would have heard of just by name alone. And, like, I, I consider myself somebody who's pretty well-versed in music, and I've never heard oh, of this dude, he's, guy. He's, he's like amazing. an R&B sort of pop no, kind of thing? No, he's, or he's or a very... He he's almost kind of like a Freddie Mercury, like, power pop. Uh, it's it's amazing. I'll send you a link. Yeah. Um, but and you Was gotta, he in... Was, who, who, 
was he in Foxy Shazam? I don't think so. No, okay. I, it's possible, but I, I've never okay. heard of that. He's just really great. And there was a skit that like very prominently featured, and not just like featured in the background. Like they actually discuss that this song is it's like the central plot of the skit. So uh, what are we talking? About? Oh yeah, the Dark Lord. So <laughs> they so they arrive at the Dark Lord, and yeah. for anyone who really has been watching this whole story unfold and didn't fucking realize long before this, the Dark Lord is a Mordred. I mean, come on, like. Please tell a me Mordred? that you please tell me that you like figured this out a long ass time ago, Nick. A Mordred. Yeah. I I didn't. Really? No, I didn't. I At really all? didn't. No, I cuz like I thought that this was an ancient evil. I thought that like Nabi had been I don't know, and I think that that's just sort of like me and my sort of Dungeons and Dragonsing, right? It's right. like whenever you find an artifact or something, like it's been there forever. Sort of comparable you to know? the Ice Queen storyline, like maybe one of those things that Mordred like authored right that's fair you know what that's fair and and that's what i thought i thought that it was something because like morning glory hole beautiful beautiful um i thought that that was something that was mordred's that he had built into the story and that the dark one like and 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 then like nabi's axe and like that thing like nabi being part of i mean i it seemed like it would have made sense for that enchanted weapon like something that's that powerful to have been around for a long time, you know? But like, there were clues. I mean, like, in were, hindsight, because they Absolutely. referenced several times that, like, Nabi being put into the axe was a reasonably recent thing. And that's... I didn't realize that. Right. Until they were talking with the with the Pixies. The timing of which was suspect. Right. And then there's the whole idea that this, this unknown Dark Lord, you know, deity or, or being is, like, sucking up all the power. I'm like, that's clearly, like... A, that's that's a Mordred. That's thing. a Mordred thing. Yeah, so like anyway, absolutely. I, I, I I thought it was a little. But it's also just a standard big bad thing too. That's fair, right? That's fair. And Mordred is like I mean, of course, like and I should have put this together. Like Mordred is our big bad. Like duh. Like that's. So you definitely like when you have that reveal, you can kind of acknowledge like oh I probably should have seen that yeah, coming. Exactly. That's, that's fair. That's exactly. We'll it. I probably middle. should have seen that coming, but I didn't because I don't know. I was, yeah. I'd like and it's just you know my schema right like my inner my and that's whatever but. Um, yeah, we'll meet yeah. in the middle. I'll I'll rescind my criticism of people who did not figure that out. But I I felt like I saw it coming from a, a pretty long ways away. Uh, it's hard to remember exactly how I felt about things the first time I read these books. At this point, because I you know, but the first time that I read all these things were so long ago at this point. For sure. Uh, but anyway, so they find him. It's like a dwarf with a bunch of like tentacle like you know leafy it's, veiny it's tentacles. It's hentai as fuck, man. It I is hentai. It oh wow! I, I was like, about this that. is this is just tentacle porn, right? Like Pretty it's much. got thick, meaty tendrils. Yeah, there's even one in his pee hole. In his urethra. Oh, I, like seriously, I am getting like the shivers just thinking about that. Like, Yuck. man. So, so yeah. you don't like stick metal rods into your urethra or anything like that? No, no, thank you. No. Oh, oh, yeah, no, no, thank like, you. No, you're good. I'm good. <laughs> But no, thank I've you. I've only ever heard of that shit, man, and I don't think it's real. Like... This is a tangent. We are not. I'm, nope. We are moving on. We are moving on. But anyway, like Ed, now, I did like that instead of the victim of like the tentacling, right? Like is, is the that, hentai tentacling. Is that a verb? Tentacling. It, is, it fucking is now. Okay. Um, That's a made-up word. All words are made up. Yeah. <laughs> but like the victim of that is usually like some busty schoolgirl. Right, not like and a like, hideous this naked time, dwarf. It's a hideous naked dwarf, and yeah, perfect. Yeah, very good. Ooh, Nick has a very like, like satisfied. Look I liked on his that. Face I right thought now. that was really good. I thought that was really cool. That like instead of it being 
like kind of like I learned weird. something about Nick today. Instead of being weird, sexy, right? Like it's, it's just weird. It's just fucking weird. <laughs> just and like, plain weird. And, and when you think about it, like, I mean, the tentacling is pretty fucking weird too. Yeah. Right. Like. No matter who's on the receiving end so there's of tentacle a, porn. So right? there's a bit of an argument, right? Because Nabi wants Cooper to just chop his fucking head off and be right. done with it. But Cooper, Cooper, when they realize that it's a murder, they're like, no, no, no. We need this asshole. And there's a bit of an argument, but uh, Cooper does wind up getting his way. Long yep. story short, the Mordred wakes up, right? There's a whole big thing, and the Mordred wakes up. And now, if, if Mordred were like a cell phone, if we like think about this whole tentacle thing like a cell phone charger, he's at, what would we guess? Like maybe like 90% charged up? Maybe like 85, 90%. Because it's established that he has not drained the forest completely. Right. But um, he's pretty fucking powerful, right? Because right. he's free for like all of a couple seconds. Right. And he's got like the, the dirt is like, you know, lifting off the ground. Right. And he's, he's like telekinesis, like a yeah. mofo. Uh, but they put a bag of shit over his head. And that's pretty much the end of that. And then he just phases out. Because he yeah. doesn't want to be any part of covered in shit. Yeah. He like turns, switches himself back off. Which seems like a good idea. So, oh, Nick, I have another apology to make to you. I was paying very close attention. You're right. The forest is Glitter Sprinkles Grove because they constantly referred to the glade only oh, as yeah, the glade. Yeah. I was like, what are you talking? What? Yeah. And then, like, we yeah, had that whole thing. Oh, no, man. Yeah. They whatever, were very specific it. about it. So, yeah, but they, they go back to the glade and it's kind of like, ba 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 ba. Exactly. And Chaz thinks he's going to get jerked off again. Or, that was it, a delight. And there's too. like a class, there's like a class, like a kindergarten class full of pixies <laughs> and. Yikes. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah. A little uncomfortable. Definitely gross. Yeah. So he gets his new loot. Like, right? And listen, like, this is this is just a lesson to all of the young men out there. Don't. Don't take your dick out till she asks for it. Yo, that is a good lesson. That's, I was not sure where you were going with that, Nick. That's the right lesson. And, like, and we learn that lesson in Jay and Silent Bob, Strike Back. That's true. We the, do. We learn that lesson I- explicitly in that one. The great moral fable. Right. Jay and Silent Bob, Strike Back. Right. Hey, you know, they're, learn, making another, they're making a new Jay and Silent Bob. Thank movie. God. I know, right? It's been too long. It's been... I'm okay with Kevin Smith getting older. I'm okay with Kevin Smith, like, making weird shit to try to get his daughter out Kevin there. Smith appreciates your consent to his getting older. I mean, whatever. But, like... He has abandoned us for far too long. Yeah. Like, because we, I mean, like... We've been podcasting. People who were super into Kevin Smith movies were into Kevin Smith, like, the View Askew. Right. What, the Jersey Chronicles, right? Yeah, like, the View Askew universe. Right. Yeah. And he's he's just sort of left it alone for, God, like, since... A while. What was, what was the last one? The, the last... The last one was Jane Silent Bob's I was going to say. No, yeah. no, Clerks 2. Clerks 2, you're right. The last one was Clerks Fucking 2. Fucking know I'm right. I know and Clerks 2 kind of bombed. Eh, right? I mean, like, it had a target it? audience, and I think it did well among... I liked it. I liked it, too. Hell yeah, man. That stuff was fun. Like, I mean, that was it was exactly what I wanted from a Clerks 2. Like, didn't have a huge budget. I don't think it was ever intended to be a like a box office smash. I think it was intended to reach the people that it did reach. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. For sure. It, it was probably only like a like a 10 or $20 million type of budget movie, okay. and it's probably what it made. You know? Yeah, probably. So now it's just like whatever it makes on video on demand, it's kind of like there's your profit right yeah. there. And then Kevin Smith did like a couple weird horror movie things for a while. Tusk was cool. I loved Tusk, I man. thought Tusk was great. And you I know, thought... Tusk started off as a, an idea that they came up with on a podcast. No, I didn't know you that. You didn't know that? But I, I never listened to any of the Kevin Smith podcasts. Like, yeah. I, I really like Kevin Smith. Myth, but I don't want to see how the sausage is made. Yeah. And that's really what his podcasts and talks are. Like, here's an hour or two about me making the sausage. But it's kind of interesting because they were doing this show and um, 
him and I think it was Scott Mosier because he's got like he's got like ten podcasts. Yeah. But they were talking about just like weird news and like this thing, this Tusk thing. It all started off as an actual thing. It turned out to be a hoax, but like it was an actual advertisement in Canada of this guy saying like I'm looking for someone to come and like dress up as a walrus. Um, because I, you know, used to have a walrus who was blah, blah, blah. And they started talking about it on this show and Kevin Smith, like just, just like goofing around. I was like, man, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. And it started this tangent that they had where they're like, oh yeah, the guy like comes there and like blah, blah, blah. And the guy winds up like sewing him into a blah, blah. And like, they're like, we should fucking make this movie. And it was just a joke. And it totally, like, they actually Except made that, the movie. Like, Kevin Smith and Scott Moser have been the producers of almost all of the View Askew stuff, like, haven't they? Like, they're, they're, oh, yeah. the, they're oh, yeah. the masterminds behind all of it. All so, of it. I mean, if they come up with an idea and they're sitting there laughing their asses off, like, that's a thing that's going to happen yeah. eventually. Right? Like, isn't that kind of like how Red State came about? Like, Similar. they're both just pissed off. Yeah. And they're like, all right, here we go. Let's make another horror movie. <laughs> if you ever watch Tusk again, or, or if, you just, if, you have, if you can make it a point to, put it on and skip to the end. And, like, if you watch the credits, they play the podcast. Like, you probably heard it at the time and just didn't realize what it was. But they play over the final credits the, um, the segment that, like, led to the movie. Anyway, oh, God. So yeah, so they anyway they we're here to talk about critical failures. <laughs> critical failures. So they <laughs> capture the Mordred and um, they head back towards Cardinia. That's kind of where we wrap up with yeah. for now until the reconvergence. So let's go back. Um, let's let's pick back up with Stacy and Julian. So when we last saw them, they were locked in the cell in the uh, cannibal dwarf uh, desert village. Right, and and we joked about how everybody gets knocked out. Yeah. Because they get drugged and yeah. then they end up in cells. Which happens and a Julian lot. And Julian and Stacy made the same comment. Which was? Like, that it happens that this a happens lot. happens a lot? Yeah, yeah. it does. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, they wake up and, like, the dwarf son is, like, beaten off or something. Isn't Invisibly he, like... beating off yeah. to, uh, to Stacy. Yeah. Yeah. And don't they, do they glitter dust him or they do something and there's another. Something happens that they get out. It's not super important. Like, they get out. There's another girl, I think, who's also a dwarf. Locked she into, murders the shit out of that yeah, kid. Yeah, she right? really does. She yeah. murder balls him. Yeah. So they all kind of join up. But she's very. This dwarf girl's very leery of them, but they they wind well, up escaping. Right. They go the, into the house. The dwarf and, girl splits off. Yeah. But she does open up their 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 kennel. Yeah, and she takes off with their <laughs> ring, but then like she winds yeah. up not really doing so well. Right. She realizes, oh shit, I can't eat this invisibility ring, and she's yeah. like starving. Right. She tries to eat the horse. Yeah. Which was hilarious. Yeah, it does. That's and then she a lot. tells them to go in a direction towards trolls. Yeah, even and after she's they like, help whoa, whoa, her. Hey guys, don't go that way. She like tries That'd to kill lead them. Just straight to their castle. They get the they get the drop on her. Yeah. And Julian is still like, oh, you know what? I get it. Like you're cool. Here, take this. Take that. I think he even lets her keep the ring. Yeah. He's like he here. He's, he's a super good dude. He to really her. is. He's like deals a deal. And he he casts one of the mount sm- spells that he yeah. has and lets her ride the mount. And even then, she points them towards the trolls. And it's like right. it's only at the last second that she's like, wait, 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 wait. And then they still ended up going towards trolls. You don't want to go down that road. Yeah. That's a South Park reference. But, oh, uh, no, that's... I See, when I said you don't want to go down that road, that'll lead you straight to their castle. That was a labyrinth reference. Oh, well, then maybe the South Park reference is a labyrinth reference. And it I just, might be. But it, I know there's an epi- There's a Pet Cemetery episode of South Park where there's this old guy who's... It's, it's a whole episode. He's like, you don't want to go down that route. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, they they do wind up back in Cardinia at some point. Sure. Too. That's, I don't know. And they end up a, at the horse head. Yeah. Uh, so let's see who else we've got. And we've got... then they find out that the dice 
that they have, the die, is a fake. Is a fake. Yeah, I think we're kind of converged at that point. So let's wrap up with uh, Kat, Randy, and Denise. They they arrive at Nazir. Oh, poor. Oh, poor it's going to break your heart. Basil. Yeah. So they get to Why the ice they queen. Just, they were on. They were on an island. They could have just stood there. He didn't have to walk out into the water. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Like what the fuck, Randy? Rand- you Randy, Randy does self address this. He does. He does. Cuz like after like, we could have just stood on the could have just stood on the island. Yeah, you fucking could have cuz you're not going to get all the way to the boat. He has this whole inner monologue where he's like beating himself up and he's, he's like, so "But you know upset. what? He's like, I made mistakes." He's like, "There's, you know." He did. He did. I and you know done what? Better, but... And you know what, Randy? Like, I get it, buddy. I do. Yeah. I'm sorry, bud. I felt I felt bad for for Randy. So I felt do bad I. for Basil. Yeah. And then I didn't. Yeah. For a reason. Yeah. But no, like, I thought that was actually really cool. Like, incorporating Frizzin. Yeah, Frizzles. Frizzles. This is, a, this is here, like, here's, like, here's like my token complaint um, that I usually try to make at least once per episode. I try to say <laughs> something reasonably, objectively critical. Why is it that all of these D&D pop culture nerds, none of them can ever remember the name of anything? Like, who doesn't remember the name of the movie Frozen? Like, I get that it's kind of for comedic effect, but do you remember there's a, there's another part in this part of the book where someone can't remember Gollum's name? They call yeah. Gollum something different, yeah. too. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. wh- who doesn't know Frozen and Gollum? Right. That's, anyway, that's my one I grievance. think it might, I think it might be, I think it might have very little, I think it might be a practical reason. Maybe. As, I mean, the author re- really can't put those intellectual properties into his books, right? No, like, he references plenty of things. It's all satire. It's sure, fair and like, maybe that's it. I don't know then. Maybe I, I don't know. I don't maybe know, you're man. right. Maybe you're right. Because I, I mean, like, Frozen what, is that Disney. Was, that's what I thought immediately. And it's like with Disney, you don't want to fuck with Disney. That he's just he, maybe he's just like alluding to it like as closely as he can get. Yeah, because I mean, like he even doesn't say the phrase "let it go." Really? Yeah, but that's there are not other times. I swear, there are plenty of other times though where they reference things that are certainly like copyrighted properties you know like doritos and mountain dew and but that's a product and that's very different than an intellectual property no that mountain dew and doritos i'm sure still have intellectual property you know patents associated with for sure but like it's sort of like this podcast right like we're, we're advertising for critical failures right you know like if you throw in um doritos and mountain dew that doesn't add any clout to your product, know. you know what I mean? Like Maybe, but, and I'm certainly not a copyright law expert by any stretch of the imagination, but I know there are plenty of books where just like a character acknowledging that a thing exists in the world that these books take place in. Like, I don't know why that would be inherently infringing on any kind of copyright. For there to, I, Listen, I don't know. I don't know. Do you know I'm what I'm saying? An, I'm, like not you, a, I'm not a lawyer either. Do you understand the point I'm making, though? But like, I mean, think about um, in the Spider-Man comics. Right. Um, Spider-Man always calls his gargoyle Bruce. Right, which is an obvious nod to Gotham City and Bruce sure. Wayne, right? Like, yeah. Um, but he never calls. He never talks about Batman. He never talks about Gotham City. He never. But he does make that reference. And well, like, that's slightly apples and oranges, though, because that's another comic book world referencing another comic book world. Sure, but this is a fantasy world rep- re- uh, referencing a fantasy world. That's you know what? Fair fucking point, Nick. I concede the point right? to you. Like, One point, Nicholas. I just I mean, licked my finger and did a little. Count it's kind of hot. Do it again. Uh, I'll do it slower this time. Yeah, do it slower. Do I need to get, do I need to get the cat nipples. music? Okay. I, you know what? I, you know what, though? You joke. I can't rub Just, my nipples right now. I what? can't do it because what? I ran three and a half miles last night. And that's how I know, that's how I, know I need to stop. 
Did you know this is a thing? Yeah, I do. If you run I too far. I see marathoners I'm... who have like bloody nipples. Exactly. I see that shit. And it's like, well, okay. And then I find out about like part of. Wait, that's your reaction? Uh, okay. Okay. No, but like, I mean, I'm not a runner. Like, I've never been a runner. The most I've ever run was like, I used to run a mile a day when I was in high school. But like, right. a mile isn't anything. Like, that's really not enough to do nipple chafing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But once you get to like like three to five, that's when you start getting. Nipple well, we chafing. already talked about the reasons why I was all like had pent up like frustration yesterday. Yeah. So like I was all angry and I just For went sure. and I just ran it out. I just sweated it out. That's and, the way to go. Yeah. At about three and a half miles, I was like, "Why is something burning in the area where my man boobs are?" <laughs> and uh, yeah, so no, Nick, I cannot playfully lick my finger that's and then rub so my nipples. Good. It would be um, painful. So. Uh... <laughs> Like, I'm glad we t- I, talked about my marathon. <laughs> marathon runners actually like they have special shirts. Yep, and and some people just wear pasties. I that's what I may need to start doing if I'm doing anything longer than probably three miles. Yeah, like learn my lesson. Just get some get some of those little heart shaped pasties. Yeah, throw them on there. God, and I'm, I've Take got a picture. I've got a hairy chest. So that's gonna be tough for me. It is. That's gonna be rough. Yeah, it's gonna be rough. Literally, it's gonna be rough. And I was wearing one of those like really nice. I don't know what the what the fabric is, but you know what I'm talking about, like like the ath- athletic wear types of shirts, like the dry moisture wicking. Yeah, things. I don't like those, man. They're Neither do my plastic. nipples. They're plastic. Okay. Like I don't, I don't, I don't. Uh, if right. it's not cotton, I don't want to do it. So, but I'm uh, weird like that. I don't know. Anyway, getting so, back on are track. We at, are we at over an hour right now? Oh gosh, I don't know. This is actually turning into eh, we're 45 minutes. But okay, we're cool. closing so in. We're getting we're close closing to in. The end, yeah. Um. So. They defeat the Ice Queen, right? And I, this is—I hate giving Denise credit for anything, God but you've got—but it's actually a pretty clever plan. It was she pulled it off really well? It, man, it was a good idea. It was a really—and I didn't see it come. Like I figured I it out eventually, either. but like not till like the very last I moment. I didn't remember her shoving a potion bottle up her ass. Well, we were never made aware that that like, happened. But, but that was awesome. Yeah, I thought she was just being awful. Yeah. Like, oh, let's feed this thing some shit. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, when man. she, yeah, when she kept trying to get like, Basil to eat man, the turd. Fuck you. I was like, what Denise, is happening? You suck. I knew, I'll give her enough credit to acknowledge that, like, when she was doing that, I knew there was something to it. Yeah. Like, you know, like, as much of an asshole as she is, she doesn't yeah. do anything without some reason. Right. Usually the reason is just, like, self gratification. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I thought that whole thing was actually pretty, pretty smart. That was pretty good. And, like, Basil, you know, being able to freeze Elsa like that was super cool. Yeah. It, the whole thing, and then there's like the big daring escape, which took up like a lot of fucking real estate. It did, but like, I think actually, if I but am I really, admitting I, the truth, I kind of I might have like skipped forward a little bit in that because I was like I was like, oh yeah, well, I'm just saying like, okay, <laughs> they they're gonna make it back to the boat, like yeah. you know, it was I mean, and like the load bearing boss, which is like a, a standard video game trope, right? Where yeah. you kill the boss and then you have to escape his dungeon and before right. it crum- crumbles around. Right, like that's, that's just like mini peril after the primary peril. I mean, it's it's a trope and yeah. it's cool and it's exactly what it was. It was just like you know, Elsa was the load bearing boss, and oh well, her magic's not around anymore. Yeah, despite the fact that like magic seems to be able to exist and persist through other people's demises. But and again, I want to be clear, I didn't load skip, bearing boss. I didn't like, skip through any of it the first time I read it, but like when I was listening to it the second time, I was like, all right, I. Like they get back to the boat. I remember this and yeah. audible's got like a skip 30 second function. So I just kind of <laughs> would tap it and see where we were at. And when I got to the part where I remember, I was like, Oh shit, this is where Basil dies. So then I stopped. Yeah. I was like, Oh, poor Basil. Poor, poor Basil. Again, the load bearing boss, right? Like Rest what we, peace. what we, what, I mean, the, 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 
I guess, lair extended far out into the ocean right. at that point, right? right? And that was that's what happened. So they know? fixed the bow, and they're they're uh, cat knows how to Warp sail now. And, There's yep. some discussion about like cannibalism of when they're sailing back, but yeah, Denise wants to eat cat first. It's all kind of ultimately much to do about nothing. Like they right. talk about Gilligan and blah blah blah, but they they get back to Cardinia as well. Yep, and they do it. Yep. Oh, and Randy gets a mount. He yeah, well, that comes Steve. at the end, and I was gonna say, I'm doing no, we're doing it now. You want to talk? About, I, yes. I was. It was on the tip of my mind because I remember Nick when we were um when we in a previous episode. It was a while ago at this point. I made like an allusion to this, and I don't think that I made any kind of connection to the idea that it was Basil. But like I remember when we were talking about Randy in a previous episode, like looking ahead. No, no, okay, so because I this because you were really excited about him having a mouth. This is something that I have been thinking about ever since we found basil and i thought that the way they were going to do it is with that when with basil regenerated they're going to make barding for basil and he was going to ride basil like and that was going to be his paladin mount right because i i forget because like how paladins work in 3.5 that it's a celestial mount right like i i forget that and uh yeah like that is i mean and who plays a paladin really people who roll really fucking high is that it? <laughs> it is. I mean, it's actually, it's really tough to play a paladin if you're using any kind of point buy system. Because it's, it's, cause cause you have to, ha- you cannot have like basically any bad stats to effectively play a paladin. Right. You've got to have high strength, high, high strength, constitution, maybe high decks. You could probably get away you with not much dex. You can dump dex and intelligence. Because they were like full plate a lot of the time right, or whatever. Right. So it doesn't matter. But still, but five out of the six, they all you have to have good intelligence, good, you have to wisdom, have good wisdom, strength, yeah, con. Wow. Yeah, that is five out of six. That's what I'm saying. So like jeez. the old school way where you just straight up roll, yeah. if you roll a bunch of like 16s to 18s, you could get away with it. Sure. But when most DMs these days do like more you do balanced point, ways to do you it do point by or standard arrays exactly yeah. and, and that's i mean but when you're doing 46 drop the lowest because your dm is a generous god then there you like, go you know i guess yeah you're right i mean people could play them but it would be more for like straight up role-playing reasons than it would be for like character maximization reasons right, right. anyway or you know like i think i played a paladin when we did the um the uh, Curse of Strahd thing. Oh, yeah. That yeah, was fun. It was fun. Wish we'd have finished that. I understand why we couldn't. Sean's a great DM. He's a really good Shout DM. out. Sean. I don't know if Sean listens Sean to you're an amazing DM. Yeah, he is an and amazing And I put DM. your full name out there without your permission. I can edit that out. Please do. All right. <laughs> uh, so let's see. I, you know what? Thankfully, thank Christ, I don't think we have a single Dave chapter in the entirety of this portion of the book. Until the very end. Till the very end. Which Where... is really just for, you know... Saving the, I guess, the best for last. And by best, I I mean not the best. I mean, like, listen, we knew the entire time we've been recording for book six, I've been like, that wasn't fucking Tim who got his throat slit. You called it. It's not going to be Tim who gets resurrected. Okay, so we're there. We can talk about that. And it wasn't. It was Tanner. And I think, was it yes? Was it the last podcast where I was like, where is Tanner? Yes. And that was where, and I, I think I might have referenced this to you. I you and Oh, I kept a totally Ken, fucking straight you face, You guys were too. poker-faced, and I was like, wait Jesse messaged me right after he listened to the show, and he was like, man, I don't know how you kept a straight face when Nick <sighs> asked him. And I was like, bemoaning to Jesse. I was like, I was like, fucking, Nick hasn't like mentioned Tanner in forever. And I was like, we're literally one episode away from the big reveal. Uh-huh. And actually, you know what? Hold on. Listen, if everyone's listening, I'm going to cut right now and you're going to hear something and then we'll be right back. He was cool. He is cool. I liked him. He's around. Yeah. yeah okay, he, cool. We'll see more of him. I, li- I liked him. He, he yep. had his shit together. 
Um, okay, I just want to point out, I won't explain to you any more than this, but I want you to remember that you said he had his shit together. <laughs> just man. remember that. Just want to stick, stick a pin in that. He, and you know that could go in any direction. I listen. But it is significant. At some point, his butthole is going to explode out. Like, that's what I'm getting at right now. Well, this anyone is who's I'm, listening to this... this is what I'm afraid of. No, anyone who's listening to this who's um, up through the end of book six knows exactly what the hell I mean. Okay. That it's significant that you would point out that Tanner has his shit together. All right, so I'm going to make it a point to... I, I just did my little silence. Nick's looking at me like he doesn't know what's going on. You, if everything went well, just listen to the excerpt that I found. Nick, like... Four fucking books ago, we when we first met Tanner, you, you're not going to remember this, and I was so smug about it at the time, and when you listen to the episode, you'll hear the excerpt, but we're talking about Tanner, and I'm going to have to go back and find it. Uh, Jesse, maybe you could help look it up for me. And you talk about butt stuff with Tanner. Well, you were talking about like, oh yeah, I really like Tanner. You said this, not me. You were like, yeah, Tanner's really got his shit together. I do remember and, saying that. Yeah, and I told you like six Fuck. months ago, I was like, Nick, I was like, Nick, just remember you said this. And at the, t- at the time, I was like, and I called it correctly. I was like, there's no way he's going to make this connection. Nope. Four books later, or whatever no, it is, I, I forgot about the Barrette thing. Oh, I was so and that smug. That was in book five, wasn't it? But where it was they got so the fucking perfect because you said it, not me. Yeah. Like, I didn't force that. Yeah. You were like, "Oh yeah, Tanner's really got his shit together," and I was like, "Yeah, he really does got his <laughs> shit really together, does. doesn't he?" <laughs> so I'm gonna find, come hell or high water, I'm gonna find that segment because I was like, "Oh, this is the payoff I've been waiting for oh, for man. months." Tanner's got oh. his shit together. You could, you literally could not have come up with a more man. accidentally perfect way to describe yeah. him. God. Oh my god, that's hilarious. I've been holding this in for like four months, Nick. <laughs> oh, I'm free. That's fantastic. Of this holy bird. Holy crap. That's so good. Yeah, holy crap. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, because okay. it's a cleric and it's a pile of shit. So holy that's crap is right. really, really fantastic. So it's Tanner. So obviously... I, do liked, I did like the clerics. Yeah, that was of, all what cool. What is it, like... Rasha. Rasha. The clerics of Rasha. The, like the two girls who went to go and flagellate themselves. Yeah. That was funny. Fifty Shades of Rasha. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and like, you like that? All the monks were like, well, we better go make sure it happens the right way. Yeah. <laughs> we like, better go supervise. Yeah, you guys, you fucking go go be penitent. Go be, uh, yeah. what is it, pious. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Um, since we haven't done a tangent in a while, uh, you've certainly seen Monty Python in the Search for the Holy Grail. Oh, Nick. Oh, Nick. <laughs> oh, Nicholas. The spankings. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. I was like, I was like, don't let me down, man. The Galahad. The Galahad, where he goes to the castle, um, and they're all right, like, oh yeah, chased. we need to be punished, right. and you know, it's, we've been very bad. And... and then the oral sex. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Good. You gave me a look when I made that reference. I was like, don't fucking do it. I was it trying to, to remember exactly the phrasing of the lines. Oh, that's fair. That's I was about I was. ready to that's announce. That's where my head was. I was. That's not like an. I don't know this. Wait, that's... which head? The one with your brain Hey-o. in it. Yeah. Um, Zing. Cat music. Um, yeah. Then, uh, but no, like, yeah, they, yeah, no, I, I know that one. They're I know saucy. That one. Those clerics, they're a little, little naughty that was, naughty. That was funny. That was funny. So they resurrect. Doesn't he, like, make a Play-Doh, like, voodoo doll out of it? Yeah. And then, then yeah. it's, and then it's, it's Tanner. Tanner. Yeah. So, and so clearly at this point, we haven't had the actual Tim reveal. Right. But at this point, we're like, okay, any reader who's been with us for all six books kind of knows, like, okay, Tim's not going to stay dead. Like, he, he right. is, like, basically the main character of the main character. And that's, like, okay, so that was an item that they got 
was it from where did they get the barrettes that that allow them to the hair clips that allow them to change their appearance where did they get that was that i don't from, know i don't know if that's even been explained yet it, it was was it it was like and i i wasn't sure if it was when julian got the ring of invisibility and the so we're jumping to that now is that what we're talking about now i want to know where because that's how they do it right because we, we cut to dave and like the old gnome who freed them from the the cells, right? Yeah. Like he makes a, he makes a comeback, and then right. it turns out that was oh, a that surprise. Was, that, was that was Tim all along. And Tim was also the dude who slit Tanner's throat and kicked him off. The he edge. was Mordred. He was Mordred. Yeah, yeah. It's a kind Which of a Kaiser Soze moment. I kind of want to talk about that because they were because like, well, like, then whose throat did Mordred slit? And he's like, dumb shit. I was Mordred. Right. Dun, dun, dun. dun The dun, coffee dun. mug. Dun. The coffee mug drops in slow motion. Yeah, right. Like the spit take, but yeah. Um, so okay, so the Mordred thing. Times times weird, right? In in the books, right? It's slower, yeah. Right. So who knows how much time has passed since Tim went in? Sure. Mordred is Tim. Tim is Mordred. They're the same person. How can that be though? Mordred and Tim existed in the real world. It's magic, dude. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and reject reject that one, Nixtradamus. And like, I, I think that's it, dude. I think that's that's where we're gonna end. Like, nope, denied. With, with Tim, like, and Mordred, and time travel, I think is super lazy as a storytelling device. But I think that's that's where we're at. Whatever. I mean, Ken Ken, <laughs> Ken like predicted that Chaz was gonna like take over the world, so y'all can be out there on those islands. Listen, by man, yourself I'll, listen, I'll be on that island out in the crazy. I'm, I mean, like, I've demonstrated that I'm willing to buy into crazy theories all right that's like fair. that's one that i'm thinking yeah like the nfl is all rigged and... hey listen they 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 uh they 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 settled the con- the collusion thing which the, means the kaepernick thing yeah with yeah. kaepernick and yeah. it was a collusion case so like then it was a conspiracy case well not that they conspired to fix the outcome of games that they, no, conspired, that they conspired to conspired not hire to, someone but if they're going to conspire to not hire someone all right, go on InfoWars, Nick. You can have this conversation <laughs> on the InfoWars podcast. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Alex Jones doesn't give a shit about this. Fuck. Let me just say something. We here at the Fuck Chicken Alex Hut. Jones. Fuck Alex Jones. Fuck Alex Jones. With an upside-down pineapple. Thick fucking chest. Dipped in herpes. Just fuck, fuck Alex him Jones. in the ass. Yes. He is. All the way up. Yep. Get it in there. Fucking put him in a tutu. Shove the pineapple up there. We at the Chicken Hut are very anti-Alex Fuck Jones. Fuck you, Alex Jones. Anyway, so <laughs> here's the other thing I want to get to. <laughs> Did you and notice? Fuck this? you, Rush Limbaugh. Now anyway. let me let me ask you this. Although not as bad as Alex Jones. No, just um, as but, bad. Yeah, fuck him too. But he at least comes on Family Guy and plays himself, which is kind of cool. Shows at least a, he does. Rush Limbaugh voices his himself on Family Guy. Well, if they pay him enough, he'll do anything. I still think it's kind of cool that he at least has a sense of humor about himself. Uh, anyway, so did you notice that when Tim is talking to Dave, and I don't think he's revealed himself as Tim yet. But he says something like, Dave is like, oh, yeah, I contracted um, lycanthropy. I'm a were-rat. And Tim says, yeah, I've, I'm a were-rat, too. Yeah. And then, like, because he reveals... Tim his... is the one who throws the turkey leg. Is that also Tim? Yeah. But, like, it still kind of skips over that whole thing. Like, how did Tim become a were-rat? Yeah. How did Tim become a were-rat? Because... And how Tim became a were-rat is he got bit by something. Oh, wait, that's the right. The was tore di- him apart. That's right. And he was dying. It's been so long since fixed, we last saw he was Tim. Going to be, he was going to die. Okay. And he, he didn't die. He got lycanthropy. I didn't even make that connection because it's been so long since Tim yeah. was like officially part of the storyline. But you're right. That and whole the berries thing would rats. have kept him from getting it. You think but so? But they didn't get the berries to him. All right. So Tim and, and Dave so he, are now both were-rats. So he became a were-rat. And Dave became a were-rat because of Tim. Right. And then Dave infected Frank? 
I still didn't go back and confirm that. I didn't either, but I, Jesse, I'm pretty sure. Jesse, get on that, please. I'm like, I'm on an 80% that, that Dave infected Frank. Um, so that's the end of the book. Tim And Tim it. has the die. Tim has the Tim die. Tim has a die. There is the reveal that the whole Darton thing was a little bit of sleight of hand. Um, it was Dart? I don't think Darton was Tim. No. But um, no. Tim kind of orchestrated that whole thing. Really? That's, that's I think, how it's played off, because Tim has the die. Tim has a die. He has a die. I think we're led to believe that it's the same die. Because Julian has his his realization that he, like, figures out where um, where and when the, the switch yeah, happened, right? Dart, like, at the Dart restaurant. picked it up. He realizes that the two dudes who pulled him away They were, were both in on it. Yeah. And, and, and does, isn't Ju- oh, doesn't and Julian think it's Tim? To, like... I don't know, but Darton was able to throw that coin across the room with, with pinpoint dexterity. dexterity. Yeah. So I think Julian and kinda... like Darton was able to seduce Stacy, which seems like a Tim as fuck move. Yeah, and like so, shoots his load like instantly. Also, Tim as fuck. Yeah, literally okay. Tim as fuck. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, maybe he was. Maybe he was. But then certainly how he, he have... was involved. Sure, at absolutely. Because we know he was on the Crescent Shadow for that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So okay. you know, uh, maybe this will this will maybe all oh, be and revealed. That also explains why he was so shitty about um, Julian and Stacy, like sitting there hashing out their relationship issues. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so maybe there we're meant to believe that there really was a Darton that they met in the bar, but then like he you know switched switched identities with Darton at some point. I don't think so. No, no, I think the Darton they met in the bar was Tim. How could that be though? Because Darton like was has an established reputation with the bartender. Um, I guess I... all we know about Darton and the bartender though is that the bartender's afraid of him. No, the bartender's got a crush on him. Really? Remember? Because yeah, because Stacy he starts That's what flirting Stacey with. Can, like, no, decides. he starts he starts flirting with Stacy, and the bartender's like pissed that hmm. he's showing more attention to Stacy than he is to the bartender. But I guess it's possible. We don't know how long Tim's been on the Crescent Shadow. Like maybe yeah. Tim scoped out. But how? But then how would Tim have known that Stacy and Julian were going to come into that particular tavern at that particular day and time? Maybe he was just sitting there waiting. I mean, he seems like the kind of guy who just sits and waits at bars. Maybe. Maybe this will all be revealed in book seven. Um, Bevan is definitely an attention to detail we have, kind of guy. We have lots of questions. Lots of fuck. I'm really excited for book seven, man. You know what? Yeah. It's been a long time since I had any new critical failures material i'm actually kind of interested to see sort of what like the new experience the new experience like what happens right like where you're (laughs) reading a book for the first time and i'm reading the book for the first time like and maybe that's what we do maybe what we do is we read it at the same time and then record it you want to do that next time and then don't release it until the um until the the audio book comes out yeah who are we kidding if i if i record shows i'll probably release it but maybe you're right like maybe maybe we'll try that we've done the same thing for the first six entire books yeah um if you're fucking if you're game for it yeah i'll do it the book's coming out in march yeah um so when we don't know if it's gonna be march 1st or march 31st but uh when it comes out we'll both start reading it and let's just keep in touch like spring break will happen then too you tell us uh uh, chicken hut fans would would you like to to get more chicken hut and if you just want us like that's the other one if you just want us to show up on the show and make fun of each other and bitch and like get mad at each other for interrupting each other like i just did like that is that's an option just let us know what you want yeah and we can definitely still um dive into the short stories that that, because they're easy man like you could read one in half an hour i'm pretty sure there was one that that bevan wanted me to read do you remember that 
Yeah, we'll have to, and he'll and probably I don't remember. remember. I don't remember. He listens to these, so if he remembers which one it was, we can. Yeah, he can just shoot us an email. And or... there's other shit. There's the video game. Um, we've we've been talking about yeah, having Joey to on out. to talk about yeah. the video game. Well, we he and to, I had a conversation. We also need to have a conversation with the author. Right. Like, we're not done. No, we got plenty of shit. There's still plenty think, of real but, estate to but plow. But as far as like a hiatus again. Like, that might be a thing. Like, we may stop for a couple weeks just to try to figure out where we're going next. And the book's not even out yet. So right. no matter what, we're talking about having, like, a month or two. Right. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Because, I mean, who knows how long it'll take to get out on Audible. It might be, like, six to eight or more months. Right. I mean, like, when did book six came out? When? On Audible? Yeah. Like, two no, months ago at I know. This point? It came out on Audible oh, in December. Like when was when it did published? the first, yeah. When, when, when did the text I like, version? I think, like, six months ago. Was it six months ago? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think so. Okay. Well, it was out when you and I were talking about books, like book four, because I, I know that when um, when we first started talking about Tanner, I had already read book six at that point, because okay. I, knew, I knew to make the joke. Did, did we start the podcast when book six was out? No, okay. I think it came out shortly okay. thereafter. So that's why I'm thinking six months, because it was like roughly summer. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So anyway, yeah, we'll uh, we'll do that, man. We'll, re- we'll take a month or two to kind of cool our jets. Yeah. Um, if the video game drops, Joey and I have had a conversation about like basically getting a little bit closer to when he's ready to release it before yeah. we do the episode about, but I'll do a standalone episode just about the video game. Sure. There's plenty of stuff to talk about there. And um, I mean like, and when it does come out, like I do have a stream and I can stream that shit on Twitch. Oh, like, and I'll nice. stream it from start to finish. Like, all right. Well, I'll be in touch you know, about that too. Yeah. You know what, Nick? I think this episode, despite all the troubles we had in recording it, actually turned out pretty good. Yeah. Feeling pretty good about it. So, I mean, I've already made my Nixtradamus prediction. Right. Right. Like, do you have any more? You want to wrap no, up and give? I'm, it? No, I'm you're done. Good? I'm good. And you know what? I thought we were going to wind up having like a fucking two-hour episode because of all the bullshit we talked about at the top. But we're only at an hour. We're at an hour and four minutes. We skipped a lot of our. I mean, we we condensed our bullshit. Yeah. You know, we still had our bullshit. We really condensed a lot of the discussion of the actual book too, just because a lot of like we're wrapping. There, I mean, we're a lot of these storylines. We're just basically covering the finales of each of these storylines, yeah. you know. And the I feel like we did the sweet climax. Yes, yeah, sweet sweet climax. I mean, and listen, tantric. Man. Yeah, exactly. Once when, when you when you're coming, it's all of about three seconds, right? Like, I'm scrolling through to but see when you're hammering that missed. ass. It's Ooh, yeah. it's twenty twenty five seconds oh it's so sweet when randy when randy and basil are reunited it is great that's so sweet it is great i love that you love randy because i remember you were a major i love i love basil yeah all right don't get this admit it you love randy too i'm he's growing on me but no like when when randy first showed up i wasn't sure if he was a pedophile or not now that he's like he's definitely not thank you he's not thank you for sure yeah denise is and if she gets yeah, Denise eaten, is a hundred percent. And if yeah. she gets eaten by a fucking bear or whatever, fine. Alligator, I think, was your preferred modus operandi. That would have been cool too. There was a giant alligator that that definitely could have eaten. Yeah, what is it, like Bertha or I don't know something some like shit. That. Something I don't like know. That. It was a great alligator. Read the fucking books. Read the fucking books. Buy some fucking merch. I stole your line. I'm, Nick. I'm saying your line. Chicken hut. If you don't come back, I'll be very very angry. <laughs> Why? What? what, what, what? I stole your line. I stole your line. He stole my line. I stole your line. Yeah, but why did you do it like that? Very angry. I stole your line in earnest. You're like, I'm Noah, man. You're gonna come back. I'm gonna be very angry. (laughs) All right, guys. I think that that just about does it. Nick is over there having a stroke. I think. Um, That's all we got for today. So we'll see you in a couple months. We're gonna, yeah, we'll we'll plow ahead with book seven as soon as it comes out in print. I'll read it with my eyeballs. That's how much you guys mean to me, and that's how much I love these books. With your eyeballs and everything. With my eyeballs, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's closing time at the Chicken Hut, guys. Don't forget to uh, rate and review the show. Don't forget to check out the author's website. Buy some merch. Um, yes, buy something. Come check out the Caverns and Creatures Facebook group. Behave yourself so that Bevan... Bevan is, a, is chill as fuck. So if Bevan kicks somebody out, you know they've got to be an asshole. They've got to be an asshole. Because that just happened recently. But anyway, it's, it's a really, really cool community. There's a lot of fun stuff. It's not all Caverns and Creatures-centric. Like, there's a lot of just cool shit that goes on there. Nick and I yeah. are there. I post, a, I, I post a lot to it. Yeah. Because, like, and I, I post a lot there because I know I can't post to my own Facebook Right. It's a safe haven. Yeah. I can post whatever sort of weird garbage I find on the internet there. And I, I love it. do. Like, I definitely do. I found something about a fart cannon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, fucking look, look. I didn't see that coming, yeah. but I should. It's all, all's fair. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Look come check it. us out there. Check out the check out uh, Robert Bevan's other works. Buy some merch. Support the author. He's an independent author. So, definitely take good care of the man so he can keep writing these books forever. Buy a copy or two of Potty Mouth. Yeah, is that the one? No, That's, I think the one he wanted you to read was like not. something about puppies, like space puppies I or forget, something. I forget, but he sent you a message about it, and he'll probably send you another message. Hopefully. Uh, so that's all we've got. We will be back when we're back. Yep. Um, join us next time. If you don't, I will be really, really angry. Fuck my life. Love you too, Nick. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>